welcome to the reading, A Course in Miracles, Chapter 9, Part 7, The Two Evaluations. God's will is your salvation. Would he not have given you the means to find it? If he wills you to have it, he must have made it possible and easy to obtain it. Your brothers are everywhere. You do not have to seek far for salvation. Every minute and every second gives you a chance to save yourself. Do not lose these chances, not because they will not return, but because delay of joy is needless. God wills you perfect happiness now. Is it possible that this is not also your will? And is it possible that this is not also the will of your brothers? Consider then that in this joint will you are all united and in this only. There may be disagreement on anything else, but not on this. This then is where peace abides, and you abide in peace when you so decide. Yet you cannot abide in peace unless you accept the atonement, because the atonement is the way to peace. The reason is very simple and so obvious that it is often overlooked. The ego is afraid of the obvious because obviousness is the essential characteristic of reality. Yet you cannot overlook it unless you are not looking. It is perfectly obvious that if the Holy Spirit looks with love on all he perceives, he looks with love on you. His evaluation of you is based on his knowledge of what you are, and so he evaluates you truly. And this evaluation must be in your mind because he is. The ego is also in your mind because you have accepted it there. Its evaluation of you, however, is the exact opposite of the Holy Spirit's because the ego does not love you. It is aware, it is unaware, it is unaware of what you are and wholly mistrustful of everything it perceives because its perceptions are so shifting. The ego is therefore capable of suspiciousness at best and viciousness at worst. That is its range. It cannot exceed it because of its uncertainty. And it can never go beyond it because it can never be certain. You then have two conflicting evaluations of yourself in your mind and they cannot both be true. You do not yet realize how completely different these evaluations are because you do not understand how lofty the Holy Spirit's perception of you really is. He is not deceived by anything you do because he never forgets what you are. The ego is deceived by everything you do, especially when you respond to the Holy Spirit because at such times its confusion increases. 
The ego is therefore particularly likely to attack you when you react lovingly because it has evaluated you as unloving and you are going against its judgment. The ego will attack your motives as soon as they become clearly out of accord with its perception of you. This is when it will shift abruptly from suspiciousness to viciousness since its uncertainty is increased. Yet it, surely, yet it is surely pointless to attack in return. What can this mean except that you are agreeing with the ego's evaluation of what you are? If you choose to see yourself as unloving, you will not be happy. You are condemning yourself and must therefore regard yourself as inadequate. Would you look to the ego to help you escape from a sense of inadequacy it has produced and must maintain for its existence? Can you escape from its evaluation of you by using its methods for keeping this picture intact? You cannot evaluate an insane belief system from within it. Its range precludes this. You can only go beyond it, look back from a point where sanity exists and see the contrast. Only by this contrast can insanity be judged as insane. With the grandeur of God in you, you have chosen to be little and to lament your littleness. Within the system that dictated this choice, the lament is inevitable. Your littleness is taken for granted there and you do not ask who granted it. The question is meaningless within the ego's thought system because it would open the whole thought system to question. I have said that the ego does not know what a real question is. Lack of knowledge of any kind is always associated with unwillingness to know because this produces a total lack of knowledge simply because knowledge is total. Not to question your littleness, therefore, is to deny all knowledge and keep the ego's whole thought system intact. You cannot retain part of a thought system because it can be questioned only at its foundation. And this must be questioned from beyond it because within it, its foundation does stand. The Holy Spirit judges against the reality of the ego's thought system merely because he knows its foundation is not true. Therefore, nothing that arises from it means anything. He judges every belief you hold in terms of where it comes from. If it comes from God, he knows it to be true. If it does not, he knows that it is meaningless. Whenever you question your value, say, God himself is incomplete without me. Remember this when the ego speaks and you will not hear it. 
The truth about you is so lofty that nothing unworthy of God is worthy of you. Choose, then, what you want in these terms and accept nothing that you would not offer to God as wholly fitting for him. You do not want anything else. Return your part to him, and he will give you all of himself in exchange for the return of what belongs to him and renders him complete.